राम हरे राम 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 हरे 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 कृष्णा राम राम हरे 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 कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा 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 हरे 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 राम हरे राम 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 हरे 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 कृष्णा हरे राम हरे राम 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 हरे 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 कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा 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 हरे 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 रामा हरे रामा राम रामा हरे 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 कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा हरे 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 कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा 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 हरे 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 रामा हरे रामा राम रामा हरे 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 कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा 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 हरे 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 रामा हरे रामा राम रामा हरे 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 कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा 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 हरे 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 रामा हरे रामा राम रामा हरे 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 कृष्णा हरे 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 रामा हरे रामा राम रामा हरे 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 कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा 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 हरे 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 राम हरे राम 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 हरे 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 राम हरे राम 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 हरे कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा 
Krishna Krishna Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare 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 Krishna Rama Rama Hare Hare Jayo Radha Vallabha Radha Vallabha Shri Radhe Jayo Jagannatha Jagannatha Baladeva Jayo Subhadra Jayo Gauranitai 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 Jayo Gauranitai Gauranitai Jayo Gaur Jayo Jayo Prabhupad 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 Jayo Jayo Prabhupad Shri Ki Jai Jai Om Vishnupad Paramahamsa Parivrajakacharya Ashtottara Shatashri Shrimad His Divine Grace A.C. Bhakti Vedanta Swami Shri La Prabhupad Ki Jai Ananta Koti Vaishnava Vrind Ki Jai Namachari Shri Laharidash Thakur Ki Jai Grantaraj Shrimad Bhagavatam Ki Jai Nitai Gaur Premanande All Glories to the Assembled Devotees All Glories to the Assembled Devotees All Glories to the Assembled Devotees All Glories All Glories to Shri Guru and Gauranga all glories to His Divine Grace, Srila Prabhupada, Srila Prabhupada Ki Jai. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Narayanam Namaskritya Naram Chaiva Narottamam Devim Saraswatim Vyasam Tato Jayamudhirayet Nashta Prayeshu Abhatreshu Nityam Bhagavata Sevaya Bhagavati Ruttama Shloke Bhaktir Bhavati Naishtaki Krishnaya Vasudevaya Devaki Nanda Nayacha Nanda Gopakumaraya 
गोविंदय नमो नम हरे कृष्णा वेलकम ऑल ऑफ यू फॉर टुडेज डिस्कशन ऑफ श्रीमद भागवतम वी आर रीडिंग फ्रॉम कैंटो सेवन चैप्टर फोर टाइटल दैस हिरण्य कशिपू टेरराइज द यूनिवर्स एंड वी आर सपोज टू रीड ट्वेंटी सेवन ट्वेंटी सेवन जस्ट ट्रांसलेशन विल डू ट्वेंटी सेवन एंड ट्वेंटी गोषु विप्रेशु साधुषु धर्मे मयी च विद्वेश सवा आशु विनाशती सवा आशु विनश्यती यदा देशु वेदेशु गोषु विप्रेशु साधुषु धर्मे मयी च विद्वेश सवा आशु विनश्यती यदा देशु वेदेशु गोषु विप्रेशु साधुषु धर्मे मयी च विद्वेश सवा आशु विनश्यती प्रभु जी यथा साधुषु धर्मे मयि च विद्वेश सवा आशु विनश्यती यदा देशु वेदेशु गोषु विप्रेशु साधुषु धर्मे मयि च विद्वेश यु वेदेशु गोषु विप्रेशु साधुषु धर्मे मयि च विद्वेश आशु विनश्यती यदा देशु वेदेशु वर्ड वर्ड यदा वेन देशु अंटू द डेमी गॉड्स वेदेशु अंटू द वेदिक स्क्रिप्चर्स गोषु अंटू द काउस विप्रेशु अंटू द ब्राह्मणास साधुषु अंटू द सेंटली पर्सन्स धर्मे अंटू रिलीजियस प्रिंसिपल्स 
mai unto me the supreme personality of godhead cha and vidveshah envious saha such a person why indeed ashu very soon vinashyati is vanquished translation by his divine grace shila prabhupad shila prabhupad ki jai when one is envious of the demigods who represent the supreme personality of godhead of the vedas which give all knowledge of the cows brahmanas vaishnavas and religious principles and ultimately of me the supreme personality of godhead he and his civilization will be vanquished without delay 28 nirvairaya prashantaya svasutaya mahatmane prahradaya yadadu druhyed dhanishye piva varorjitam when hiranyakashipu teases the great devotee prahlada his own son who is peaceful and sober and who has no enemy i shall kill hiranyakashipu immediately despite the benedictions of brahma of all sinful activities an offense to a pure devotee or a vaishnava is the most severe an offense at the lotus feet of a vaishnava is so disastrous that chaitanya mahaprabhu has compared it to a mad elephant that enters a garden and causes great havoc by uprooting many plants and trees if one is an offender at the lotus feet of a brahmana or a vaishnava his offenses uproot all his auspicious activities one should therefore very carefully guard against committing vaishnava aparadha or offenses at the lotus feet of a vaishnava here the lord clearly says that although hiranyakashipu had received benedictions from lord brahma these benedictions would be null and void as soon as he committed an offense at the lotus feet of prahlad maharaja his own son a vaishnava like prahlad maharaja is described herein as a nirvaira having no enemies elsewhere in the shrimad bhagavatam 32521 it is said ajata shatrava shantah sadavah sadubhushanah a devotee has no enemies he is peaceful he abides by the scriptures and all his characteristics are sublime a devotee does not create enmity with anyone but if someone becomes his enemy that person will be vanquished by the supreme personality of godhead despite whatever benedictions he may have received from other sources hiranyakashipu was certainly enjoying the fruitful results of his austerities but here the lord says that as soon as he committed an offense at the lotus feet of prahlad maharaja he would be ruined once longevity opulence beauty education and whatever else one may possess as a result of pious activities cannot protect one if one commits an offense at the lotus feet of a vaishnava despite whatever one possesses if one offends the lotus feet of a vaishnava he will be vanquished Whew, that's a heavy purport 
ओम अज्ञानतिमिरंधस्य ज्ञानांजनशलाखय चक्षुरुन्मिलितम् येना तस्मै श्री गुरवेन्नमः श्री चैतन्यमनोभिष्टम् स्थापितम् येना भूतले स्वयं रूपकदामहियम् ददातिस्वपदांतिकम् वंदेहम् श्री गुरो श्रीयुता पदकमालम् श्रीगुरुन् वैष्णवाम्स्चा श्रीरूपम् साग्रजातम् सहगणारघुनातान्वितम् तम् सजीवम् साद्वैतम् सावधूतम् परिजना सहितम् कृष्णा चैतन्यादेवम् श्रीराधा कृष्णपादान् सहगणललिता श्रीविशाखाम्बितामस्च हे कृष्ण करुणा सिंधो दीन बंधो जगतपते गोपेशा गोपिका कांता राधा कांता नमोस्तुते तप्त कांचन गौरांगी राधे वृंदावनेश्वरी रिशभानो सुते देवी प्रणमामी हरि प्रिये वांचा कल्पतरुभ्यस्च कृपा सिंधुभ्य एवच पतितानाम पावने भ्यो वैष्णवे भ्यो नमो नमः जय श्री कृष्णा चैतन्या प्रभो नित्यानंदा श्री अद्वैता गदाधरा श्रीवासादिगौर भक्तवृंदा हरे कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा 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 हरे 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 राम हरे रामा राम राम हरे हरे यम प्रवर्जन्तम् अनुपेतम् अनुपेतक्रत्यम् द्वैपायन विरहकातर आजुहावा पुत्रेतितन मायतयातरवोभिनेदु स्थम सर्वभूतहर्दयम् मुनिमानतोस्मि This is just a prayer to pray to Shila Shukadev Goswami, before we begin discussing Srimad Bhagavatam. <coughs> it is verse number one, two, two. <coughs> so, we can see Prabhupada's mood in this purport, actually. Um, this chapter, we, we saw Hiranyakashipu has started tormenting the Devatas. And... Um, now the Lord is speaking through Ashir Ashari Ravani, means a voice has appeared from the sky, very typical from the Abrahamic practices, when the Moses saw, heard the voice and the inscriptions of the Ten Commandments. So similarly, there's a voice from the sky, <coughs> and the Lord is speaking to the Devatas. <coughs> Devatas are the Parshats or the confidential servitors of the Lord because they manage the material uh, affairs on behalf of the Lord. They are representatives of the Lord. Prabhupada writes in the 
translation of the previous verse, when one is envious of the demigods who represent the Supreme Personality of Godhead. So, when one becomes envious of all of these, who? Devatas, the scriptures, who gives all knowledge of the cows, Brahmanas, Vaishnavas, and religious principles, and ultimately of the Supreme Lord, he and his civilization will be vanquished without delay. Now, the Lord is saying, Yada Deveshu Vidveshaha. Vidveshaha means Viparita Dveshaha. Vidveshaha. Dvesha means envious. Prabhupada translates it as enviousness or hatred. Hatred comes because of envy. So Prabhupada translates Vidveshaha as envious. Sava Ashu Vinashyati. I will destroy them, them and their religion. Now, Both these verses are very much uh, related in a sense that if we meditate, the devatas have a very important role to play in this material affairs. Actually, they also have an important role to play in our own body because our body also is controlled by the devatas. Just like as I'm speaking, there is Agni sitting in the tongue and there is Varuna sitting as taste. So, tongue and Varuna, uh, Agni and Varuna sit in the tongue. So, Agni is the primary deity which makes me speak. Similarly, the mind is controlled by Lord Shiva, Buddhi is controlled by Lord Brahma or the Vak Devata, Saraswati. So like this, the Devatas, my hands are controlled by Indra. So like this, the Devatas are enabling us to serve the Lord by using this body in His service. Any disrespect or enviousness to these Devatas will actually create our own destruction. Therefore, we have to be very careful not to offend these Vaishnavas because, because of them we do Bhakti. Uh, so, therefore, we need to express our gratitude to all the Vaishnavas, in fact. And we will see Prabhupada writes and quotes Chaitanya Mahaprabhu also in this, uh, in this, in the, in the next, uh, in the verse number 28. In fact, Krishna says in the third chapter, Devan bhavayatanena te deva bhavayantuvaha parasparam bhavayantaha shreya paramam param avapsyatha. One has to be living in cooperation, the men and the devatas have to live in cooperation in, in the ultimate pursuit of achieving the Supreme Personality of Godhead. So therefore we have to be careful. But here we see Hiranyakashipu, because of his power, he has overruled. He has become so powerful that he has his presence in the Devaloka now. He is enjoying the luxury of the Devaloka. He has, um, he has got rid of Indra and all the three worlds Hiranyakashipu is ruling now. So, in one sense, he has become fearless to a certain extent. Now, what happens when someone offends the devatas? That is why there are two classes, sura and asura. Sura means those who are saintly minded. So, in here, in, in, in here devatas are also considered as the suras. When one offends the devatas, immediately what happens, dosha buddhi starts creeping in the hearts of anyone. Even though, I mean, if you see, Hiranyakashipu has done tapasya for such a long time. Someone who has meditated for such a long time, how can he be so uh, terrorizing? That is because of his heinous mentality towards all of these. In the translation, um, Prabhupada writes, to the devatas, to the saintly persons, brahmanas, vaishnavas, religious principles, and ultimately of the Supreme Lord. So, because they are offensive to the devatas, 
there is dosha buddhi. Uh, it is said in the scriptures, especially somebody offends uh, devata such as Lord Shiva. Shiva is also called as Mano Abhimani Devata or he controls the false ego. The moment somebody offends Lord Shiva, what happens is the false ego puffs up a little more, even more. And the, the thickness of false ego thickens up so much so that I will think I am the Lord of all I survey despite doing devotional service. This is very dangerous. That's why uh, we will see in this verse why Prabhupada takes this mood when, um, when he's speaking of Prahlad Maharaj, when the Lord is warning about Prahlad Maharaj. So it is very important to be careful not to offend the devatas. We have to be very, like when we hold the beads, the beads, we are able to hold the beads, it is because of Indra. <laughs> because of Indra, we are able to hold the beads. If we are not able to hold the beads, it's because the mercy of Indra has gone away. Of course, the mercy is from the Lord. But these are the devatas who are assisting us in to do as bhakti. We are lifting our hands and doing arti to the Lord. We are seeing the Lord through because of Surya and Chandra. So we have to be very, gra because, because of light we are able to see. And the light is a reminiscent of the power of Surya Deva. So in this way, a devotee is always expressing gratitude everyone, to everyone. Why not, why, uh, uh, and not inimical to anyone, keeping that, that the ultimate source of all these energies is Krishna. Not that, that the devatas are independent. So that's a very subtle point to remember. But before we proceed, we should also understand, before we offend a Vaishnava, we have to understand who is a Vaishnava. One can say, who is a Vaishnava? Because if you see in the Chaitanya Charitamrita Madhya Leela, um, when Ramananda Raya and um, I think Sat Satrajit Khan or something like that, huh? some Khan, he asks uh, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu the same question. When Chaitanya Mahaprabhu says, you must always serve the Vaishnavas, you must be in the association of Vaishnavas, then he asks, what are the Lakshana of the Vaishnava? How do I know who is a Vaishnava? Then Chaitanya Mahaprabhu actually, uh, in fact, in the Hari Bhakti Vilasa, it is, it is, it is also said, Grihita Vishnu Dikshaksho, Dikshako Vishnu Puja Paro Naraha. Vaishnavo bihito bhignair ito itaro smad avaishnavaha. One who is initiated into the Vaishnava mantra and who is devoted to worshipping Lord Vishnu, Krishna, is a Vaishnava. But one who is abhihito abhignair, one who is against all of these principles, is an avaishnava. And then Chaitanya Mahaprabhu quotes, Yandra mukhe suni eka bara Krishna nama, sei pujya shreshta sabakara. Somebody chants the name of Krishna even once, he's a Vaishnava. This is the definition of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Prabhu kahe, Yandra Mukheshuni ekapara Krishna nama. So Prabhu has already defined, Mahaprabhu has already defined who is a Vaishnava. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu replied, whoever chants the holy name of Krishna only once is worshipable as a Vaishnava. But again, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu in the Chaitanya Charitamrita gives many classifications. There's an ontology of Vaishnava, uh, which Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur has written a book itself on, on the ontology of Vaishnava. He says there are ordinary Vaishnavas, there is uh, superior Vaishnavas, and topmost Vaishnava. Ordinary Vaishnavas, yes, yeah, Vaishnava who has chanted. Then they're all Vaishnavas who has chanted the holy name even once, he's a Vaishnava. And Krishna Nama Nirantara Yandra Vadane Sei Vaishnava Shreshta Bhaja Tanhara Charane. One who is always chanting the holy name of Krishna, he is a superior Vaishnava. Okay, one level higher Vaishnava. And then the topmost Vaishnava Yanhara Darshane Mukhe Aise Krishna Nama Tanhara Janiha Tumi Vaishnava Pradhana. 
just by looking at whom one begins chanting krishna mahamant krishna mantra he is a superior most or the topmost vaishnava means just by someone's darshana just by just by someone's association one begins chanting the he is so uh, his prabhava his influence is so much as just by his association one tends to chant the holy name of the lord he is the supermost or the superior most or the topmost or the krishna or the pradhana vaishnava so this is the definition of a vaishnava that is one who chants the holy name only even once he is a vaishnava so now with this definition we have to also know what are his qualities prabhupad writes that particular verse prabhupad mentions because we have to understand vaishnava through the lakshana one is his qualification is he chanted the holy name even once he is a vaishnava and then we should also know what are his qualities because it's very important that we should be able to identify just as a doctor you know when you go to a doctor he he sees the patient and analyzes the patient what are his symptoms huh? whether he has fever whether his nerves are palpitating too much in the same way there is lakshana of the devotees what are the symptoms of a devotee and propat quotes kapilamuni's uh, verse ಭಾರತೀಕ್ಷವ he uses it in matras parshastu kaunteya sitoshna sukha dukkha da this titikshava is a very interesting word because for anyone who is embodied in this material world he is bound to be disturbed by the three modes of material nature it is taken uh, his mind his senses his body always disturbs for an embodied soul of course not for pure devotees but for who is embodied and who is on a path of devotional service of course he realizes that he is in distress and krishna says tam stitikshasva the abhyasa abhyasa yogena tato krishna says right what is that abhyasa krishna is talking about of course one is devotional service and the other side is when the three modes are are tormenting us titikshava yoga learn to tolerate all of this impending uh, forces you learn to tolerate krishna is telling arjuna you have to learn to tolerate sitoshna sukha dukkha sometimes there is comfort sometimes there is discomfort tolerate both don't don't be too happy or elated when there is too much comfort and when there is less comfort don't just start complaining you know usually that what we start complaining if there is some little problem we start complaining so when we come to the position of observing our own mind we should start observing our own mind and see how our mind behaves in difficulties and how our mind behaves when there is good things for example uh, have you realized when you put a rasmalai in your mouth ah it feels so nice huh? when there is a distasteful karela put in your mouth bitter melon is observe yourself how the tongue is giving the pleasure you see this tongue also is a very dangerous thing the hard work is done by the 32 soldiers the teeth but this tongue which doesn't even have a bone that is dictating all the hard work done by the teeth huh is it not the tongue is so dangerous and the whole world is running behind this one particular organ called the tongue taste you see that is why ah uh, it starts from the tongue jivha jivha dav the shastra says 
So in the same way, we have to always, and the, and the tongue is an agent of the mind. And the mind is the boss. He's the boss sitting in the, in the chamber, controlling the sense organs. So like that, one has to come to the position of observing the mind and see that, okay, I'm getting very happy now, control. That's why you see Prabhupada, in many videos you've seen, Prabhupada smiles and very quickly he becomes grave. Have you observed that? He will smile very freely and then suddenly he'll become very grave. Because they are constantly observing themselves, constantly correcting themselves, constantly checking themselves, you see. Um, control your mind, careful, you know, very careful, very carefully treading the path. The reason is, we are talking of bhakti, the practitioner of bhakti, and what to do when we are practicing. Because these are the three principles we have to be careful of. Because bhakti is very easy to do. But at the same time, it is very risky. Why? Because when we do bhakti, what is that? What what is that that is granted by Krishna? What is a natural uh, reward that Krishna gives? Or what is the most fearful thing? Um, sorry, I, I gave it away. <laughs> In this material world, the symptom is what fear, is it not? Bhai, and Prabhupada was called as. Abhay, Abhay Charan. Why? When we take to the lotus feet of the Lord, the symptom is we become fearless. Is it not? We become fearless. But does that mean the devotees are always fearless? Or are they fearful? If they are fearful, what are they fearful of? Of material world? Yes. So, the devotees are fearless but they are fearful specifically for offenses. Very. And a devotee, a sincere devotee, is always, always mindful of the offenses. Hmm? Uh, although it is said, but it is very difficult. So, Titikshavaha is a very interesting uh, quality of a devotee where he tolerates. He tolerates not only his mind, he tolerates not only his senses, but he tolerates all the three miseries, Adibhautika, Adhyatmika and Adidaivika, all these miseries, means miseries caused by one's own mind, caused by the nature and caused by especially people around us. So that is where Titikshava comes into the picture. And when Chaitanya Mahaprabhu explained these three uh, uh, sections of the devotees, we should also think there are three types of devotees which we all know. Huh? Devotee means what? One who can do devotional service to Krishna. One who has the adhikar to do devotional service to Krishna. And there are Kanishta adhikaris, Madhyama adhikaris and Uttama adhikaris. When somebody is approaching a Kanishta adhikari, do you think there will be a parath? Usually not, because you know you have compassion to the junior devotees and you express compassion. Usually, generally, there is not much of an aparad there. When you are approaching somebody senior, somebody uttama to you, you always take instructions, you are already humble. Where does the problem of aparad comes mostly? It usually comes when you are in the equal level. When you are seeing someone as your peer, that's when the problem comes. That's when the problem comes that, oh, I see him as my equal. Who is he to instruct me? Who is he to correct me? Who is he to surpass me? So that's why all of these problems come when I see somebody as equal. But actually we should never see somebody as equal because first of all we should see, we should not, we should not even consider ourselves as a Vaishnava, Acharya say. So the problem erupts when somebody sees 
uh, ourselves as equal and that, that's where the aparada begins to manifest. So, titikshava, one should be tolerant of all these disturbances in the mind. And then, the next characteristic of a devotee is karunikaha. Karunikaha means what? To have compassion, to have mercy. Mercy to whom? Mercy to everyone. Mercy to everyone. He should be, of course, merciful to himself, that he sh he's not too hard on himself. And at the same time, mercy to every living entity. Have you observed? I've seen in the temple, you know, when we are sitting in the temple hall, uh, if there is a small insect somewhere, all the devotees are very apprehensive to catch the slowly, carefully take the insect away and, you know, to, to take him away to the garden somewhere outside, carefully not to step on him. Uh, why? Because the, the vibrations in this area is so much, they are naturally karunikaha suhrada sarvadehinam. Because the vibrations are such that, uh, you know, in uh, when we into when we, we were in Mayapur last year, probably the same time actually, when we checked into a apartment, um, it was a ground floor apartment in Mayapur, and when we checked in, we opened the door and as soon as we switched on the lights, from the kitchen under the sink, at least twenty to thirty cockroaches came out. Twenty, thirty, and more were coming in. Now, what was the general reaction? I went and I got, what is that? Hit. And I hit them all. Without thinking twice that I am in a dham and they are dhamvasis and I am just a temporary resident here. I have just come for a few weeks. With, and I sprayed because everybody were complaining, the children were screaming and they were all going everywhere else. The, it was spreading, the army had come, army of cockroaches. And they were entering the room, everywhere, you know. And it was just a havoc. And without considering, just we ran, got the, the weapon, and then, you know, everything. And within no time, I finished off 2030, you know. And then I realized, what a blunder have I done. You know, what a blunder. I began my yatra by killing, you see. So, sometimes, karunika is very important. There, there must be some other way to do this. So, Krishna creates all these challenges, you know. Adi... Uh, is it Adi Bhautika? Challenges? No, miseries? So the cockroaches came and they were saying, hey, we are residents here, man. You have come from Melbourne, so what? I am here. I am Mayapurvasi. Why are you destroying me? You killed me. You see, so it's very difficult. Karunika has, always has to practice. And then that, that I couldn't, after coming to Melbourne, I couldn't sleep for many days. That so much sins I have, I don't know how many times I have to take a cockroach life for that. Yeah, Prabhuji, but there were 20, 30 coming out. So, by the time I could catch one, it was captured. So, probably I should have had uh, meditation. It was basically to say, get out of this apartment, this is ours. So, uh, like that, Karunika, Karuna, Karuna is very important. And we have seen many times in Prabhupada's experience also, Prabhupada has asked to take out an ant, feed prashadam to an ant. So, so much observant Prabhupada was. So, so why do we do, why did I do those mistakes? Because mode of passion, huh? mode of, very quickly we go, this is called dosha buddhi. Dosha buddhi means my apartment, my place of comfort. How dare you impede into my arena, you see, quickly finish off, finish off, finish it off. And this same mentality of killing cockroaches also expands a little bit on devotees also. It's very, very similar mentality to say, how come he is impeding my progress in devotional service? So, therefore, I am a better devotee than him and things like that. So, very quickly we slip. So, therefore, 
प्योर डिवोटीज आर कारुणिका सुहृद सर्व देहि नाम दिस वेरी इंपॉर्टेंट कपिल मुनि सेज सर्व देहि नाम देहि मीन्स वन हु इज एम्बॉडीड ही इज सुहृत ही इज अ वेलविशर ऑफ ऑल ऑल लिविंग एंटिटीज नॉट ओनली ह्यूमन्स मेनी टाइम्स इन दी अदर प्रैक्टिसेस वी सी दे से एनिमल्स आर डोंट हैव सोल सो देर फॉर किल देम एंड ईट इट सो दैट इज नॉट वॉट द स्क्रिप्चर से वी हैव टू बी सुहृत फॉर ऑल लिविंग एंटिटीज and then ajata shatravah jata means one who is born shatravah means enemy devotee means there is no enemy who is born for him ajata shatravah there were no born enemies at all for a devotee in fact yudhishthira maharaj also was called as ajata shatru uh, he has no enemies so how can one not have any enemies did prabhupad have enemies there were so many people inimical of prashila prabhupad prabhupad writes many times in the purports although a sadhu does not have enemies yet there are enemies for the sadhu they are inimical towards the sadhu but the sadhu is never inimical to them you see huh? why because he is always suhrdam sarva dehinam why because he takes the property of the lord suhrdam sarva bhuta nam shantah he is always peaceful how do we become peaceful or why is there uh, why is someone not peaceful yeah when they try to control what disturbs our peace anger hankering exactly because we hanker after material pleasures when there is hankering for pleasure that's when we become disturbed for example if i have to go to bed early huh in my house as a grihastha suddenly at 9 pm something comes up huh? i i plan everything a 9 pm i have to go to bed early because tomorrow i have to wake up the dts i have to go to mangalarti suddenly 9 pm something comes up homework for my son review the homework and what happens disturbed always you bring the homework at 9 pm what did you do for the whole day blah 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 blah, blah. finish the whole night is finished the whole day next day also is carried off the mode of passion this is called hankering where is the shanti <laughs> ashanti only huh? so why because i wanted to sleep early see it all starts there and it krishna says oh you are very big sadhu ah huh? i'll test you simple kids homework finish all shanti all devotee syndrome finish finished in one homework problem same problem is happening with uh, this hiranyakashipu he's controlled all the three worlds indra chandra surya are all paying obeisances but who he couldn't control his little child five year old child finish hiranyakashipu's shanti is finished put him in difficulty now so lord can put all this sadhu bhushana all that sad, real sadhu bhushana will come out right so shantah shantah means they are never disturbed they are always peaceful at heart because they never hanker why do they never hanker huh they think they are not they are not controllers is that the only thing because they carry krishna at all times in their hearts their hearts are always the resident of krishna tumhare hriday sada govinda vishram when the lord is sleeping in their hearts 
in the, in, in Kannada there is a very nice song pavadisu paramatma shri venkatesha manavimba mallikeya huva hasige mele pavadisu paramatma shri venkatesha saptagiri vasa so the lord is resting always in the devotee's heart so when the lord is resting he is not disturbed it is said when prahlad maharaj was thrown we will see when he was thrown off the cliff prahlad was holding his heart tightly like this and a devotee asks was he afraid when he was rolling down the hill then the acharya say no no he was not afraid he was thinking the lord is resting in his heart so the lord should not get disturbed so he was holding his heart tightly so that the lord is sleeping so even though i am tumbling the lord shouldn't be disturbed so that was his mood that was prahlad's mood so shantaha means always peaceful so it's very difficult stage to attain but for those who worship the lord constantly in their hearts this is naturally attained it is not artificially attained by by gymnastics of mindfulness artfulness all of that it you cannot mindfulness you do you think you can be much more mindful than hiranyakashipu who did 10000 years of tapasya and what happened to this guy he fell down right so there's there's no point so therefore in this verse propa takes the mood of uh, the the biggest catch in bhakti although propa did not speak of uh, uh, you know what what is hiranyakashipu about to do but here propa talks about uh, offenses in bhakti or aparad the biggest catch in bhakti is vaishnava aparad because bhakti can give us krishna can give us krishna but the the the, uh, the the biggest impediment for a bhakta or a practitioner of bhakta is not sins because one time when we chant krishna's name all those sins can be destroyed first thing second thing how many types of aparad we can do maybe three types you see where there is uh, aparad to the lord there is aparad to the seva of the lord and there is vaishnava aparad or in one sense bhagavata apachara bhagavata apachara and asaya apachara there is apachara or apakar aparad when you are doing when we do aparad on the lord when we are doing dt worship there is aparad of the seva or aparad on the while we are worshiping the lord all of that is even uh, excusable when you chant the holy name because the chanting of the holy name will actually remove that aparad easy but when we do vaishnava aparad that is what blocks our bhakti that freezes our bhakti that freezes our progress in bhakti one may ask prabhu ji what suppose if i do vaishnava aparad and then do 64 rounds generally people think like that they will sit in front of the lord i did lot of aparad my dear lord please excuse my aparad please my lord actually it doesn't work it doesn't work chanting of the holy name after committing aparad is another aparad thinking that chanting of the holy name will remove my vaishnava aparad that's another aparad that's nam aparad so vaishnava aparad is a grievous problem in bhakti actually so therefore propad makes it very important why because chaitanya mahaprabhu says this is such a problem that it's a mad elephant disease and and this is very important to understand because it says vaishnava aparad uproots it doesn't destroy just the weeds because if you cut the weeds the weeds will grow again you see but similarly when the bhakti lata beach when the creeper of bhakti is growing it doesn't just destroy the creeper because creeper can grow again but the mad elephant disease uproots the creeper of bhakti when it uproots our bhakti is finished our bhakti is finished 
we see uh, in a i uh, i forget the the devotee's name in the chaitanya chaitanya bhagavat or chaitanya mangala there is a there is a there is a devotee who is a who is a disciple of the guru of vishwana chakravarti thakur i think and he he after his passing of a guru he has a glorious guru but he after the passing away of the guru he becomes very very offensive to the devotees because he has he is very famous he will be giving bhagavatam classes at the banks of ganga and lot of devotees will come and continue to hear him but one day uh, i think it is vishnu priya or lakshmi priya one of a very nice devotee you know if you remember prabhu ji one devotee uh, mataji will be coming and sitting in the class and she will be chanting the holy name while he is giving bhagavatam class so and she's she's moving her lips so he sees her while giving the class and he quickly stops the class and chastises her and he says how come you are chanting in the bhagavatam class i am giving bhagavatam how can you do shravanam and kirtanam kirtanam at the same time you should either hear or you should chant you are chanting in the class because that particular devotee was a very exalted personality because she was accustomed to do that because she can't stop her tongue from chanting it is not it is not the case of not finish 16 rounds and doing 16 rounds in the bhagavatam class please don't mistake for that this is the devotee who never can stop chanting <laughs> so uh he chastises her and she says i'm sorry but i can't stop my mouth from chanting if you have possibly a solution please let me know i can't stop from chanting so therefore i want to hear but i can't stop chanting but i am hearing so because he commits that offense it is said that he uh, his body got destroyed and he became uh, he had leprosy and he was kicked to the kumbhi paka hell chaitanya mahaprabhu rejected him he says to hell with you because many many years he suffered and after many years he came and begged pardon with chaitanya mahaprabhu chaitanya mahaprabhu says get lost you rascal you have uh, criticized my devotee sorry this is an i'm mixing up i think this is a this is shivas shivas thakur right i'm mixing up two things sorry so chaitanya mahaprabhu uh, does not forgive such offenses the lord does not forgive offenses to the vaishnavas it is said even in the Ch- chaitanya charitamrita it is interesting jagai and madhai were somehow pardoned by chaitanya mahaprabhu you see and then when jagai and madhai asks chaitanya mahaprabhu how come you pardoned us he says i have taken all your aparads and sins therefore chaitanya mahaprabhu became blackish for a while because of their sins and he says anyone does vaishnava aparad i will give you a portion of your sins to them <laughs> can you believe it chaitanya mahaprabhu says if we do vaishnava aparad we will get a portion of jagai madai's sins that that is how i have taken it all away so that i can distribute it for whoever does and that is because nityananda prabhu has protected you so therefore it, vaishnava aparad is a very very grievous problem and this aparad is a very interesting facet because the word aparadha means radhat arthat aradhanat apagatah means to to obtain krishna how do we how do we get krishna by how do we get krishna what is the process of getting krishna bhakti right bhaktiya maam abhijanati but who is the source of bhakti radharani so therefore if i if i am not connected to the source of bhakti i cannot do bhakti of krishna so therefore and that source of connection to radharani comes from whom from the vaishnavas 
From Vaishnavas only I can connect to Radharani. So if I offend the same Vaishnavas, therefore my connection to the source is cut. Radhat Aradhanat Apagataha. So that means my connection to Radharani is cut. So therefore if the connection to Radharani is cut, I cannot do bhakti to Krishna. Finish. My bhakti is finished. So therefore, apara, aparadha, that word itself, aparadha. If you break down that word, padavichyad, you can see. So therefore, it is very important for a devotee to understand, we should be very careful of uh, committing offenses. And it's a very deep topic also, we can go on discussing this. But from a practical front, how do we stop this aparadha? How, how do we be careful of this aparadha? Acharyas say, uh, one important aspect is, to cultivate the uh, amanitvam adhambitvam, humility, pridelessness, the twin, twelve Vaishnava qualities, the first one is amanitvam adhambitvam, that is pridelessness and humility. Many times, even in the devotional circles, we mistake humility to become f formally humble. Have you noticed that? Hare Krishna Prabhuji, Dhandavat Pranam Prabhuji. But we know it is becoming very formal because in the material world we are used to it. Uh, good morning, sir, and good morning, hi, how are you, good morning, you know, all that artificial uh, expressions of friendliness we are used to in the material world. Because of that same buddhi, if we bring it into devotional practice also. Huh? And it is not only criticism of Vaishnavas, there are many other, it is not only Vaishnava Ninda, even talking ill of a Vaishnava, that is also Vaishnava Prad. In the Chaitanya Charitamrita, it is said, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu had come to give what? What did Chaitanya Mahaprabhu come to give? Yeah, he came to give love of Lord, love of Godhead. That same Krishna Prema, he was giving it to everyone, free of cost. He was saying, somebody used to come and those days, you know, they used to come and ask for Krishna Prem, not for, you know, mortgage, payment, etc, etc. Uh, they, they used to come, not for Melbourne High, that school, this school, admission for children, good girl for my boy, good boy for my girl, good marriage, no. They used to come, you know, my son is not chanting, can you give me, can you give him Krishna Prem? Krishna? Chaitanya Mahaprabhu said, oh, so be it, give him Krishna Prem. Everyone, one and one, one and all. That Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, did not give Krishna Prema to one person. Who was that? Sachi Mata, his own mother. His own mother he did not give Krishna Prem. Why? Did, did she offend Advaita Acharya? Huh? In the mind, she did not even offend, but she thought Vishwambara has left and now Nimai also will leave because of this influence, this Dadiwala Baba which is Advaita Acharya. Now this Dadiwala Babaji will come and take my Nimai also. Vishwambar has left the house, Nimai also will leave. So what do I do? She only thought like that. And because the Supreme Lord is, you know, Hridyantastho, uh, He is there in all of the hearts, He can. He knew Sachimata thought like that of Advaita Acharya. And He said, as long as you ask of, of uh, you know, pardon, uh, uh, excuse from Advaita Acharya, I will not pardon you. So he did not give uh, Krishna Prem to Sachimata. So, and we know the pastime, right? Advaita Acharya come run, comes running and they say, Krishna Prem has not been given to Sachimata. The devotees express, Shiva's Pandit expresses. And Advaita Acharya becomes, he says, she is Yashoda Mai herself. How can I put my dust of the lotus? And Chaitanya Mahaprabhu says, you should take the dust of the lotus feet of Advaita Acharya on your head. Only then I will give you Krishna Prem. And Advaita Acharya is shocked now because this is Yashoda Mai. This, because for, for Advaita Acharya, Sachimata is worshipable. I only begged and you took, you, you appeared Lord in the womb of Sachimata. Such worshipable is Sachimata. How can I do that? And he falls unconscious. And then, you know, 
Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and the devotees, you know, they indicate Sachimata and then she takes the blessings of Advaita Acharya. So, although this seems very dramatic, you know, we say in Australia, no dramas. It seems, seems quite dramatic, isn't it? But Vaishnavism is like that. Vaishnavism is very subtle. It's because we've, we have... In, the, in today's world, our emotions have become grossified. We've become too gross. Our lives have become very gross due to many isms. You know, you've seen those isms. Hinduism, that ism, this ism, feminism, uh, altruism. All these isms have made us very, very gross. So therefore, we cannot observe and uh, observe the subtleties of these emotion exchanges that we see in Chaitanya Charitamrita. This is all going on in my mind, huh? although probably you all are on that platform, but I sometimes feel it is very, uh, it is very uh, dramatic actually. But it is, one has to become so emotional. So therefore, uh, the way to avoid aparadha is to take a humble stance. And, and it will only happen, I know when I was sitting in a class many years ago in my Bhakti Shastri class probably, I asked because I was hearing this about Vaishnava Prad and I was thinking, mm, I don't do any Vaishnava Prad. But that was because probably I have not I had not come near the temple then. But now it's been five years since I've come near the temple. Now I'm dealing with devotees closely. I'm more closer to the devotees. Now I'm able to understand the the possibility of Vaishnava Prad. Because when you are not too much close to devotees, Vaishnava Prad might not happen because you are not exposing yourself and your mind too much to the de to the congregation. But when you are amidst the devotees, that's when that ferocious demoniac mind will play up. And that's when the Vaishnava Prad can happen in the mind and then how it manifests outside as actions and words. So this will happen when we become close to devotees. Vaishnava Prad will happen when, and but we cannot avoid becoming closer, closer to devotees. That is how we progress in bhakti. So it's a double-edged sword. You want to become close to devotees, but at the same time it will cut if you don't handle the sword properly, you see. So, uh, uh, so that is how uh, we have to kshurasya dhara. Bhakti is like walking on a double-edged sword, you know. If you carefully, if you don't walk, it will cut your feet. So, uh, when we walk on the path of bhakti, and especially when we do close dealings with devotees, we have to always, always, always take a humbler stance. Always take a humbler stance. So that, um, uh, and that the way to take this is to always uh, find out good qualities in others. Not to find dosha. Dosha buddhi means to find out what is that he is lacking. You know, uh, this is usually in devotees when we, we should not find out faults in devotees. They might have thousands of faults because this material world is full of faults. But if we keep finding faults, then there is no end to it. Problem is, when we start finding faults, that same faults will start manifesting in us. And what will happen? We will not realize that I have become that person that I am searching. I am searching faults, no? that same faulty person I will become. So, very good technique is to not to find out faults. To contrary to that, to always find good in others. To say, what is that good thing I can find? Always force your, yourself to say, what is that good quality? Genuinely thinking, not artificially, not lip service, but genuinely thinking, wow, he's such, this quality in this person, in this devotee is so nice. How wonderful is that quality? And one has to imbibe that quality. That is very important for a, for a devotee to 
uh, imbibe actually to learn. And of course, based on the role that you play in the practice of devotion, sometimes you're a Bhakti Vriksha leader, sometimes you're an administrator, you have to play of correcting devotees. So there also you have to be careful not to correct with an intention that I'm superior to you, but with an intent as a seva. So there should always be seva bhav. When there is seva bhav, then we know that we are doing it to please the Lord, not to please our ahankar or our false ego. So this is one aspect of how we can overcome Vaishnava Prad in which I am meditating on myself. So as I said, this is only I'm only speaking for my own upliftment and nothing that I'm preaching to you or all, you all. But uh, I thought it is a good way to start with humility to say, let us be humble, not find faults with devotees, but always constantly find glorification or find good traits in devotees genuinely then what will happen those good traits will start manifesting in us so therefore we can be an epitome of example to everyone around the society because it's very important to that this society has to sustain for next 10,000 years so it starts the charity begins at home that means our own minds so I'll stop here uh, thank you everyone for eagerly lending your ear and helping me to read Bhagavatam and discuss Bhagavatam. If there are any questions, comments or corrections, we can discuss for a while. Yes, Prabhuji. Hi, thank you so much for the wonderful class. <clears throat> um, in the pastime of Rupa Goswami, when he was meditating and there was a neophyte devotee who felt um, offended from Rupa Goswami because he didn't... Um, um, greet him or host him and then Rupa Goswami's meditation actually broke so in that instance um, Rupa Goswami he ended up ho uh, hosting a big feast and trying to find out who was the actual devotee that he offended but in the practical sense in our case where we, especially if you're around the temple you meet so many devotees and yes. you don't know who you offended and yeah. you can't really yes. I guess you know, create such a, I guess, a circumstance to find that devotee so how do we practically um, overcome that kind of um, situations. Mm. <laughs> it's a difficult question, probably. <clears throat> I think the aspect of Suhurdam Sarvadehinam, if we start imbibing these qualities, Suhurdam Sarvadehinam, um, I know one devotee. Uh, in our congregation, he comes to Mangalarti every day, you know whom I'm talking of. He has his habit that every night he writes his interactions before going to bed. That I met this person, I met this person, I learned this person. So somewhere if he feels he, he for example, um, one person got burnt while cooking in the kitchen. And he said, uh, I got burnt because I was not cooking in the proper mode and Krishna and Radharani immediately taught me a lesson. So they began to think, where did I commit an offense? Maybe I've done this, maybe I've done this. Maybe. So similarly, a devotee, when he sees his devotional practices going down, how do I know I'm doing Vaishnava Prad? How will I know I'm doing Vaishnava Prad? Correct. That's the check. The moment I know I can't sit in one place and chant 16 rounds in one go, I'm doing Vaishnava Prad. If I'm not able to sit and chant Hare Krishna for 16 rounds and my body is aching, my mind is saying your legs are aching, you do this, you do that, uh, you put Prabhupada's chanting, then chant like this, sit there and chant, this is disturbance. That means you don't want to chant. 
and your mind will give you million reasons to not to chant in one place and chant disturb and their mind will try to freak you out in so many ways so test is when i'm losing test in chanting that means i've done some offenses <laughs> so then immediately we have to recollect maybe then then whomever we have met we should start building personal relationship with them and serve them and that's what rupa goswami did he was serving everyone probably because to find out whom he offended um as long as i have that mentality and cultivate that i did a mistake and i want to this is unknown aparad right not that i did knowingly but unknowingly it happens uh, one is prayas uh, chitta in the heart that i did a mistake i'm sorry my dear lord i don't know whom i whom i offended and maybe in the next dealings i i'll be careful whomever i meet um because we meet devotees regularly but if you have done to someone who is occasionally come unknowingly that's fine but you're doing it re- every time regularly then it's measurable but these these kind of offenses which we have done then we have to ask the lord unknowingly i commit many offenses uh, right we 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 do the chanting offenses 10 offenses we read so unknowingly we might commit offenses then we have to ask the lord that's why we pay vanchakalpa when we pay vanchakalpa tarubhyas in the morning the whole purpose of that doing that particular activity is that that unknowingly i might have offended so many devotees in that case my dear lord and vaishnavas please excuse us my dear acharyas it is said even our guru cannot protect us if we do vaishnava prad the lord also will not protect guru also will not protect the guru will say you go and beg forgiveness from that vaishnava Uh, that is how it is because even prabhupad demonstrated if you prabhupad was on his last uh, leela time of his leela he was asking forgiveness from everyone is it not so the acharyas also demonstrate to us so i think that is one technique where we can adopt to write down whom i met where i did something wrong and if it's one of i ask forgiveness to the lord and generally when we pay obeisances and vanchakalpa tarubhyascha that is one way prabhu ji i feel <laughs> thank you yes prabhu thank you bro for the class uh, my question is like as we learn like titikshwa be tolerant so how to differentiate like we are developing this called tolerance not the inferiority complex because sometimes i feel many devotees yeah. they say i'm tolerant tolerant and yeah and suddenly they burst out <laughs> and so yeah. so how to understand we're not developing inferiority complex but we're developing this called yeah. tolerance <coughs> generally i was meditating on this particular question i was meditating on this particular feature uh, quality generally when we serve the devotees <coughs> we serve with an ulterior motive most of the times what can i get out of this devotee that is the problem as long as the service is niswartha seva as 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 long as the uh, service is charanam bhujam harer for the pleasure of the lord as long as the service is mama bhuta prasannatma when the bhuta when the living entities are always may you be pleased may all your parshad be pleased and seva is done only for the purpose of seva that may you be pleased my dear lord may your devotees be pleased my dear lord then what happens i am not expecting anything in return so therefore there are very few less chances that i might get impatient but if i go with an ulterior motive and when that ulterior motive is not met then i served this devotee so much and i did not get what i wanted so what will happen dosha buddhi will start creeping in because i am expecting something in return so that is not seva 
it is business still in a puristic sense for example um i am save i am serving some senior vaishnavas i was hearing this <laughs> one disciple got angry on a spiritual master <laughs> you know why he said i called my spiritual master to a wedding and my spiritual master did not come and he became sad why because he was desiring that the spiritual master do his seva seva buddhi that not that i should serve spiritual master i have invited spiritual master to come put to my wedding and then he did not come so therefore i will go on blaspheming whom my spiritual master itself he started saying spiritual master koi donation deta hai to he will go can you imagine he started saying if there are some donation functions maharaj will go but if my wedding i only marry once in a lifetime maharaj did not come so what happened he started offending his spiritual master why he began he he invited a spiritual master with what intent to get served that inviting spiritual master is not wrong the intention with why you serve is wrong very subtle very subtle no? why am i inviting vaishnavas to my house intention what's your intention whatever our intention is you will meet with that end lord's creation ever prabhupad says maya is so complex you will get entangled ever more in our complexities we cannot defeat maya your mind is very treacherous so if i intend to associate for some ulterior motives apart from getting krishna i will get that <laughs> i will not get krishna so this is my understanding prabhu ji so every time at least i sometimes we meditate we um, i've been i discuss this with my mentors what is the intention of my associating uh, my associating is to show my pratibha sometimes we go and have reading sessions am i going there to show how good well read i am or i am going there to absorb their association or i am going there to serve them if that mood is there and always pray to the lord protect me my dear lord so that i am always serving the devotees i am always in the service of the lotus feet of the devotees because we do not know when because of our conditioning our conditioning will take over and when we will do these faults very difficult so um that's my understanding prabhuji therefore you will see sometimes in the dealings a devotee will become restless and agitated and revolting because he has come with an ulterior motive and if the this, the devotee who is mentoring him will understand it we have this happens usually in the bhakti vriksha programs we understand oh this person has an ulterior motive then we try to the the mentor will take it in a different way then he will please him and we you you know this we, we see in bhakta bhavan how nityananda prabhu does it you know so um so the, we we learn how to deal with and and it's not wrong it's his condition therefore we don't criticize that devotee also who's done that we don't criticize him it is just his conditioning so oh okay it is his conditioning coming out okay let us pacify him in some other way so the devotee pacifies him and then you know gives him love when you give him love then he automatically melts you see this is what happened in um, uh, gadai uh, what is that uh, the demons with jay and uh, jagai madai past time because of the love of nityananda priya prabhu nityananda prabhu nityananda priya nityananda prabhu they both men of nityananda priya also nityan so nityananda because of the love of nityananda they both melted you see seeing the love the lord wanted to chop off their head but the devotees love melted them so in the same way even if somebody revolts we should show compassion that is karunika that is why titikshavah 
Sometimes Titiksha backfires. Karunika. Express Karunika. Express mercy because we know he's troubled by Maya. You know he's troubled by conditioning. So express mercy. Give them mercy. If I also become agitated, then I'm also on the same boat. Then hogaya. Dono ka narak me thelam thela. Thank you, Prabhuji. Okay. We'll stop here. Grantaraj Srimad Bhagavatam ki jai, Srila Prabhupad ki jai, Ananta Koti Vaishnava Vrindi ki jai, Nitai Gaur Premanande Hari Hari Bhavan. Srila Prabhupad ki jai.